Think about what you did. <laughs> Nobody makes it to the end of these things. Come on. <laughs> the Broken Agenda Podcast. Sponsored by Laughing Rock Technology. <laughs> I think it exists. It's just in a different form than what we know. There's always going to be bullying. Like I think actually bullying. Worse. I actually think a lot of what's going on right now is bullying. I feel like you're saying it weird. Is he saying it weird? How do you? Uh, well, yeah, because I had to bullying. Bo- like, like bully, like Eam. bullying, like like the search is like greater than like no, bullying, <laughs> no, like bowling, like pins. What accent bowling? is that? Wait, like a three hundred bowling. It's, I, no, I think he's trying to communicate with us. Bullying, bullying. Now, I, now it feels weird to say. Now I don't know how to. <laughs> you wrote, it's like that scene. What is that Tommy Boy when they're road 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 that was Black Sheep, not Tommy. Was it Black Sheep? Yeah, Black sorry. Sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Still great reference, though. All right. Well, I don't know. What are we talking about today? It's because I'm pretty sure we're not talking about bowling. Is it? Oh, transports. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, the last three episodes are all episodes that are going to get kicked off YouTube. So I feel like this one will either go over very well, or this could be the end of the podcast. I, you know, whatever. We got to talk about it. So yeah. I, I did not. I don't even know where to start with this one. Does anybody want to want to kick this one off on the trans stuff? Because I'm, I'm kind of nervous as to where this is going to go. Um, wow. I, look, I, I can start it if you want. I think you should. All right. Well, it was your idea. All right. It, it was my idea. Crap. Um, <laughs> well, let's just start with a question. Do you guys, and I haven't really talked to you about this. Do you guys think that biological women should be able to compete with biological men. Now that would assume, uh, let's go the other way. Actually, let's say, do you think that biological men should be able to go through hormone replacement therapy where they basically shut down the testosterone in their body? And, and I believe they also replace it with estrogen, don't they? I don't know. And I think the NCA requirement is one year. You have to do that for one year. And then after a year, you can technically, you have transitioned and you can compete in women's sports. That's like what Leah Thomas did, where she just won the uh, 500 yard uh, freestyle, right? The NCAA yeah. championship. So he was a dude. I don't you know. Then he was a dude trapped in a female body, decided he was going to transfer or transition. And then he went through the transition. And then he stopped competing in men's swimming, which he was ranked like 554th in the country in men's, transferred to women's, and won the title in his first year. What do you think? I think the people that support the law should be fired. The, what, what, wait, what law? Wait, the, law? That, they start, that they support that rule, that no. ruling, the people that come up with that ruling. You mean the NCAA ruling? Yeah, they should be fired. So and he you, should have his winning stripped. So you're middle of the road? Yeah, a little. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, T? So I'll preface by saying, because I, I feel like we have to preface now because there's no room for conversation and open thought, Except that I fully support people and their decision to do whatever they want. But at the same time, uh, when it comes to sports especially, I feel like you should almost be, it should be based on biology, not gender identity. Why? I mean, you see it with, like, Leah Thomas, right? 550th ranked, right? And then goes into the female division as the national champion. It's biology dictates how men are built versus women. Women are great, and there's strong women out there, but just our general biology has a structure different. We're meant to do things more physical uh, versus sitting back type stuff. We're built to do the hard tasks. Well, what do they say? Men are, what, on average, 40 to 50% larger than women, right? Larger, yeah. Like, both muscle mass, bone density, ligament strength, tendon strength, height, yep. all of it. In all categories, men are about 40 to 50% larger. Okay. Well, this could... Now, but they went through hormone replacement therapy, so... But that doesn't undo the, what, you're in college, 20-some years of testosterone you've got as a male. So your One bones year, are still... Your bones are still developed, your muscle muscles are still developed uh you still have that muscular uh, what's the word structure all right so let me ask you is there any situation you could think of where a biological male it would be okay for them to compete in female sports i think this has been kind of an odd scenario for quite like the probably the last 
at least five years because you have a lot of girls that want to compete in boys sports and it's like it's really a weird scenario now like like wrestling so the girls want to be on the wrestling teams and so it's like like it's really weird because i would say it's okay for girls to compete in boys sports but not boys to compete in girl sports well but then there's times when i think like you know I don't, I don't know how it's kind of weird that girls are wrestling against boys. Like, and then it's, you know, why would it be weird? Like, cause some of the girls are beating the boys in wrestling. It's just like, I don't know. See, it's I really like confusing. I don't have a problem with girls competing in boys sports. If you're athletic enough to hang with the big dogs, have at it. Hoss. Like, get in there yeah, and do it. Say if you, you qualify and you're competitive, then absolutely. Yeah. Right. But I then, mean, the, but then should, Danny, whatever her name was, was a NASCAR driver. I mean, she was terrible, but yeah. she made the cut. You had the woman who was a, a goalie for, I think it was Toronto, also terrible. I think she was last string. It might have been a publicity stunt. Nobody can get an answer on that. But she was at least good enough to be on the team. Um, you had a female kicker in the NFL. Like, I didn't you? say in college or – College, I think you're right. Our, well, there was – yeah, college there definitely was. In college, we had one on my team. Yeah. She was our field goal kicker, and she did a hell of a job. And I'm going to tell you this. I, I've known a couple of high-level female athletes. Guys don't care. Like, if you're on a team and there's a chick that can boot a 47-yard field goal consistently and the next closest thing you got is some guy you grabbed off the soccer team who can't put something between the uprights at 25 yards, you're high-fiving the crap out of that woman and she's part of the team. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Athletes don't – athleticism – high-level athletics is the ultimate meritocracy. I mean, it's all about performance. Like, who gives a crap? I mean, that's why, you know, this social – Jackie Robinson and uh, – and, and, spacing on the name but the guy in the 1930s olympics um whatever but way before there was equality in race in the united states sports was doing it and the reason why was because sports didn't care they just wanted to see awesome sports like sports traditionally the military there's a couple of places where merit is all that matters and then society follows or doesn't or whatever but that usually becomes the way in but at no point was jackie robinson juicing that we know of he was just an awesome ball player and he, he cracked the he cracked the race barrier in yep. baseball i mean it's i don't ah there's a sound effect so so have we just gotten to a point in time where we're done with like male and female sports and it's just like well, i guess is that the question well, i mean say just because if you did that if you just forget about male and female sports and then you just put now now you've just got your super competitive athletes all grouped together and you're yeah, but, but the problem athletes. is there and then, is absolutely, and then nobody's feelings have to get. But hurt. that's not the end of competitive sports. That's the end of female sports. All you've that's, done there yeah, is yeah, kill female absolutely sports. Absolutely true. Because there is not a single sport, like high level sport, that female can regularly compete in. I mean, the WNBA was it the WNBA where a high school boys team beat one of the WNBA teams? Wasn't that? I don't. Uh, we might have to look that up, but I'm pretty sure that happened. I mean, the, the athleticism difference between men and women is so dramatic. When I, uh, one example I think I always hear is high school track runners on the male team are typically, there are a few, uh, I don't know what the numbers are, but they're faster than some of the world records for women's track. Yes, I've read uh, that as well. Like you can get guys in high school who are going to go nowhere. They're not even the fastest in the world. They're still out running. They're not even fastest in their school all the time. Right. And they might be able to outperform a national record or even a world record. Well, they want equal rights, right? Well, no, there's, there's, equality does not mean equal outcome. Like, equality means you have the opportunity to play. To do it. it. It does not mean, so the fact that, and even the WNBA, it folded at one point. Like, you still, you had the opportunity to play, but if you can't bring fans in and if you can't make it entertaining and if nobody cares, I mean, I had this conversation with my friend's wife at one point. She was very upset that ballet dancers don't make more money. And I was like, nobody goes to the ballet. You're selling a product nobody wants. I was like, I understand that you see it as a cultural art. I was like, but there's a lot of starving artists out there. I was like, we shouldn't pay you just because you like ballet. Yeah, That's mus- you making it all about you. artists. Yeah. I mean, pottery makers, like everybody. And Nickelback is terrible, but they're billionaires. I was like, why? Because they made something people want. 
I, yeah. I guess. I don't know who wants Nickelback. That's just their part, first of, album part of being an good. artist. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to admit it. <laughs> but it was. I liked it. I mean, it, it's, I mean, do you want to, and that's why they call them sellouts. Do you want to sell out or do you want to be poor and starving? But you don't get paid just because you have a passion. I mean, there's a lot of people out there with passions that don't make any sense. You don't get paid for it. I know a woman that's crazy about Chia Pets. She's got like 40 of them in her house. Nobody's going to pay her to make more Chia Pets. She's just got a weird hobby. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, just... I don't, I, I know that stuff drives me crazy. You're, you're so stuck in your own head and you're so committed to your own thing that you forget that the world doesn't revolve around that. Like, yeah. And this is part of that, that, that societal codependence thing we've been doing lately. I don't know what this is, but instead of letting people find their own way with their own passion, with their own place in the world, we're forcing it on the rest of the world. And that's, that's I think, where all this pushback is coming from. People fall on their face. Do you, what is your opinion on trans people? I just, it's, I have no opinion. I, I mean, honestly, I think it's some, some kind of mental disorder. Okay. But do you, like, if you had a, if you had a, if your wife brought home a friend who was trans, I mean, I'm going to judge the person on the person. If the person comes in and like, you know, if they're a weirdo and it's obvious, like you're just a mental case, head case, get out. But if it's like a legitimate quality person who I guess just has this weird fetish, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's just called trans a weird fetish. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Do we have to bleep that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's where we get shadow banned. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with like just, uh, I mean, I'm judging the person by the quality of the character. So you Dr. I mean, King. I don't oh, care man. about gay people. I don't care about, transgender people i haven't met a bunch of transgender people all i know is that it seems like a really weird uh scenario yeah what about you i mean it just seems crazy you know and one of my 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 friend's wife said to me that you know back in the day george washington all those guys were wearing wigs and like this isn't really an old thing like maybe it got pushed under the carpet and silenced Wait, well, that like men wore wigs and stuff. I, I don't know. She tried I to don't justify. Think wigs it. really have anything to do with the transgender. She, somehow she like came around to try to justify it. Like it was just like this something men do forever. Well, look or to, to have to justify forever. trans, you have to have a and population just, that gives a crap. I don't think I know a single person that even cares about trans people. They're like, hey, if you're cool, that's exactly what you said. Is cool person. What I always hear. If you're cool, you're cool. I I know two. I know a lot of gay people. I don't really know that many trans people. I know exactly two. Um, and they're both, one of them's definitely an oddball. Like, I don't really like hanging out with her, but the other one, he's pretty cool. Like, he's just, he's just, he's, he's not a she anymore. And how do you, how do you like, it's just gotta be awkward. No, it's, it's like you said, it's once you get to know, at first, I mean, at first it was weird because I knew him before he transitioned. Um, and that was weird for me because I was like, oh. You know, you're a, you're a dude now. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, how's that working out for you? And he's like, meh. And I was like, want to shoot pool? And he's like, I still like pool. And then it was fine. But it, it was weird. He's the only person I have ever known that I knew before transitioning. And then I only knew one other personally. I've like met people, but I just can't transition. But I met them after they transitioned. So. I, I cannot even, I can't even like begin to relate mentally. It's just like, you know. It just puts my head in a tizzy, like, yeah, I don't know. Mm. So I, I get that. I don't know how you, I guess if I was in a situation where I had hung out with a couple of them and maybe had a conversation, understood. I mean, like I have a conversation with you guys. I can under, I get your point of view. You explain yourself. Like I, maybe it's just that all as all it requires. You aren't, know? aren't most first impressions and meetings awkward though, to some extent, some less than others, but for the most part, it's an awkward situation. Is that definitely anybody that's dramatically different from you. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not really you either. If it's a good person, you're going to judge them by being a good person. If they're a shitty person. They're a shitty person. Doesn't matter what gender. Yeah. It's just a, it's an immediate obstacle because you're like, whoa, hmm. you know. I guess interesting. I never really thought of it that way. Okay. Um. Well, can we we all agree that Laurel Hubbard's kind of an ass? Well, that going to the Olympics in a weightlifting competition as a dude. 
Yeah. <laughs> that ain't right. I mean, that's just stupid. He didn't win a medal. So, or she. Is it? I don't, I don't I, You know, know what? I, I, I can't remember. table the pro I, down game. I don't, no, he. It's a sh- he. Is it he? Yeah. Wait, he's he, so he's a, cheating. Well, no. He, she. She transitioned. I don't forget okay. the pro down game. She transitioned and oh, then we're comp- competed in women's weightlifting in the Olympics. But okay. didn't, didn't no, medal. Then no, again, wait. she was like 45 years old. Though. No, wait. Like he, right? Turned into a girl and then went and competed. In the women's, he competed yes. in women's. It was Olympics a he. A, yeah, now he's a, she's he, a she. He is a cheater. Okay, <laughs> I gotcha. Okay, yeah. I'm starting to pick up on where Jimmy stance is <laughs> on this. All right, I'm getting it. All right, got it. He's a, a lousy example of a, a respectable athlete. Okay, so all right, so we talked about biological men competing. By can we all? Are we all in agreement that biological men, no matter how much transition they go through, should not be able to compete in biological female competitions? Is that something we all agree on, or do we have a dissenter here? I, no, I pretty much agree. Right, I, I mean, the, I guess I suppose it's up to all the women that he's competing against. Well, no, I just mean us three. Like, nobody else they, is on this, they, this podcast. All the women should be able to vote. Oh, they're pretty pissed. Yeah, they're not I imagine. Flip it. What about biological females competing against biological men? <sighs> I don't care because I don't think they have an advantage. All right, but hold on. But they're, it's that's that's. Uh, but they're taking testosterone, which is a performance enhancing drug. Oh, well, that's then part that's, of the transition. Well, then that's so that's illegal. Wait, right? You can't take testosterone. I, it gets complicated, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Why they just shouldn't be allowed to compete in sports? But but they're taking in, testosterone at the same level as men. So it's biological female competing against male. Biological female who has transitioned transition. to a man. Okay. And now, and he is on hormone replacement, feeding testosterone into his system. Which is illegal as a male athlete. It, it is illegal to introduce uh, foreign substances into your body, yeah. but he is doing it at the level that men naturally produce it. Nah, cheater. <laughs> <laughs> cheater. What is he? I love what Jimmy said, but I want to hear what Tyler has to say. I don't. I'd have to look into the science of it more, but is it really going to have an effect on their muscular structure? And I mean, it they're will. Not getting a, a, they're not getting thicker bones. No, they right? won't get thicker bones. It might marginally. Marginally, but not, again, the 20 Unless they 20 transitioned years, at the age of five. I mean, it's Which is another be. ethical issue. Whoa, we're going to talk about that later. Uh, but so it's not going to give them an unfair advantage. But then again, I think. Because I always go back to like mixed martial arts, okay. right? So if you put a tr- uh, female to male trans person in a, the octagon with a biological male, she's gonna die. Yeah, no, like, he, like, he, whatever. That, yeah, the, the it, trans that person, person is gonna die. Is gonna die. <laughs> it will die. If you put me in that octagon, I'm gonna I die. Would die. And I'm, yeah, a, exactly. I'm a relatively sturdy individual. <laughs> yeah, I've taken. Punches. But then you would probably get your ass whooped by the transgender. Probably, probably, probably. I mean, I'm pretty old. There's still that gap, though, right? They're going to have maybe an equal training regimen, regiment, uh, but there's still just that natural gap that's there. (laughs) I I don't think that they necessarily have the, um, (laughs) that they get the advantage, but they still, if it's illegal to take the uh, (laughs) performance-enhancing chemical no matter what it is for whatever reason like you can't make an exception well not only that like either it's illegal or it's not not only that but if you're gonna ban men from transitioning to women and competing it that actually feels unethical to to allow women to transition to men and compete yeah now it feels sexist i'm not sure which sex it's very confusing but it does feel sexist like i I feel like you're you're picking one over the other if you're gonna ban trent switching genders just ban it like just, I don't know why you got to make all sorts of exceptions. I mean, this is what they do in no. sports. They make tons and tons of rules. Have you ever seen the baseball sports book? No, it's ridiculous. Nobody knows all the rules to baseball. It's it's insane. Like, stop making crazy rules. Just, you know what? If you want to compete competitively, just stay your gender until you're done. Then go transition. Go nuts. <laughs> or stop competing competitively. Yeah, you just lose your opportunity. Yeah, you made That's a decision. It. Like, own your decision. Your or, decision or is you going stay, to bring you personal Or happiness. you stay where you can compete where you came from. Yeah. Like, sorry. I mean, I, I can't imagine an equivalent. What would be the equivalent of somebody not trans, like a physical change to their body that somebody would do 
there's nothing I could find that would be an equivalent to this in the sports world. Like what you, you decide you're a, you want to cut your leg off, like, and all of a sudden you can't compete in sports and you blame the, the system. It would, I mean, it would be like a wide receiver wanting to play offensive line. And then being upset and then that they're getting smashed every two seconds because <laughs> they can't handle a 350 pound man. Cause you're not a lineman. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, that is kind of what it's like. It's like demanding it, but we have this codependent society. Where we're like, you can be anything you want. Get in there, you know, Randy Moss, and you be a tackle. Tackle, yeah. Randy Moss would <laughs> die as a tackle. Like, you kidding me? John Runyon <laughs> would take Randy Moss, pick him up, snap him like a twig, and throw him in the stands, yeah. and then walk into the end zone <laughs> and spike his shin bone. Like, yeah. it's not, there's no physical equivalency there that's even relevant. I, I, I think that might be the best example I've ever heard. The difference is, in men's sports, we tell that wide receiver, shut up and play your role or get off the team. Yeah. But for some reason, when it comes to trans, we get all codependent and we're like, you can do anything. Go for it. And it's like, no, you can't do anything. This is the biggest fallacy in America. You can't do anything. If you've got an IQ of 96, you're not going to be an astronaut. I don't know who's telling you that, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> you can do anything as long as you've got a skill for it. You're physically capable and they're hiring. All right, that's pretty much the requirements. <laughs> like, then you can do anything within that within that framework. It goes back to like it's almost like this special exception because they're the special people for now. Like they're da- they're damaged goods, well, and it's like everybody's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you can do whatever you want. You know what okay, drives me crazy? Okay. Like ten years ago, women were the special people. It was all about you know equality of the sexes, and it was the big Me Too movement. Remember all that? Mm-hmm. And now we're punching down on women. We're literally sending men in to kick them in the crotch at their own sports. Like, it's like, what? I guess that. So at what point does society turn on trans? I mean, the gay community hates this. I mean, all of my gay friends are like, we hate this. They're like, we, we got equality through telling people we're not going to make you do anything. Just leave us alone. They're like, our entire movement was, you know, we're here, you're going to have to deal with us, but we're not going to make you do anything. Just stop being bigots. Like that was their entire movement. And within what they're, they're like the paragon of societal change within one generation. Everybody was like, I think it was already, they they had succeeded. Yeah. They already succeeded. I don't know what the hell this is. And you know how they succeeded? They didn't make anybody do anything. They just said, just be cool. We're going to have, we're going to have our own, we're going to do awesome in jobs. We're going to be cool people. We're going to be a lot of fun at the bar and uh, you don't have to do a darn thing if you don't want to. Um, Just let us be awesome. And everybody said, oh, well, that does seem pretty easy. Okay. But the problem here is I feel like every time I hear about the trans movement, I have to do something like I have to change how I talk to my kid or I have to change how I use pronouns or I have to change how I refer to human beings and I have to change my sports and I have to change all my record books. And I like, why do I have to do stuff? Like, just like, just, just be trans and be awesome. And if you're awesome, people will love you. (laughs) The the gay community proved it. (laughs) Just be awesome. (laughs) My gay friends are awesome. (laughs) They, They, full disclosure, they like tequila too much. I will say that. I don't know if that's a gay community thing or if it's just my gay friends, but God damn it, they break out the Patron all the time. <laughs> and I'm old. I can't do that. I don't know how they handle it. <laughs> it's brutal. But other than that, they're phenomenal. It's the hangovers that get you with the gay community. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so I, I think we've kind of agreed... No we, no, we didn't. We didn't actually agree on anything with the women to men. No. So what do we think on that? I think we're being bigots. Well, I mean, clearly. It, it, why is it good? That's where I, it trips me up. Because like, I feel like, well, it's okay for women to do it, but not men. And so it really shouldn't go either way. Well, and to but, your then, but, then in, you know, but then what happens when the females want to compete in male sports? And then you want to say no. I want to say yes. Like... Right, but then you don't want to let men compete in female sports. No. Female sports exist exclusively to give opportunity to women because they can't compete in men's sports. The whole reason for that to exist is to keep men out. That is their sole purpose of existing. That's the exact same sports with the exception of like field hockey. It's the same sports. Mm -hmm. You know, they're out there, they're, they're playing the same things we're playing. They're just doing it at a level that is not quite as high. 
because they just don't have the exact same skill set. And, and that's not a that's not a detriment. That's not a knock on them. They can do stuff we can't do. Well, the other thing I think we're I can't have a baby. <laughs> like, that is that is kind of a huge feather in their cap physically. But that is why they get shortchanged on the physical athleticism is because their body converts over to we need resources. Well, you, you know, can have a baby bio. if you want. You should be able to have God, a baby. Damn, tran- I mean, I can't like make it in my non-existent womb. Now you can't. Yeah. I mean, maybe some science and technology enough time. I've seen birth. My wife gave birth. I have no interest in adding yeah, a womb. I'm there too. That's, like, quite honestly, let's call this call spade a spade. That is also a male advantage. <laughs> like we, we got all the physical advantages. We just die young. So, and you know what? It's fair trade in my mind. Run faster, <laughs> lift more. I don't have to push things out of my crotch, and I lose a couple of years. You know, whatever. If you had told me that when I was a kid, I would have been like sold. Yeah. Out there, what five mail, years? Mail, epic mail, mail. <laughs> I'm getting the mail line. <laughs> Nothing out of my crotch, right? Well, occasionally you got to take a dump. I'm fine with that. That's fine. It's. <laughs> it seems like there's like a movement to to beef up girls and and weaken boys. Yeah, it seems like you, you know. Like it seems like all the girls are being pushed harder. You mean toxic, play, toxic masculinity? Play sports with men, you know, wrestle, uh, lift weights, work out, be strong. And then the boys are like becoming dainty. I mean, I'm like, okay this, with this encouraging like, women to be more aggressive, but not at the expense of safety. And like Tyler said earlier, you cannot throw... A 130-pound woman against a 130-pound man in the octagon, that woman is going to die. It's just, it's not the same biology. I mean, I don't care if they weigh the exact same Well, I guess the sport's different, right? So, like, let's say swimming, for example. Well, here we had a swimming scenario, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, what about soccer? Like, there are sports, like, swimming is an independent. soccer was the example. A high school soccer team beat the U.S. national team. Okay, so. That was the example. Thank you. Oh, okay. So, but then, like they're like you need you need eleven girls on a soccer team, so so in certain you know in that sport that's really hard if you don't have there's not a, a ton of athletic girls, so so I think sometimes I disagree. You, I think there's a lot of athletic was, girls. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think it's like, well, I don't know if it's okay. Your daughter is a, is a huge athlete. Well, yeah, but she I, can bench press. But me, I don't. I think. But I don't think that half of I don't know that every girl on every soccer team is necessarily an athlete. Like I don't you think have every guy on every soccer like, team is necessarily. Too. Yeah, like, I think. Yeah. Well, okay, so you have a. Okay, what I'm trying to say is that like we struggle. <laughs> we, I think that in a girl is struggling more to be part of a quality team than a boy would be, right? So a girl could be on part of a soccer team where she could really be a pretty outstanding player and then move over to the boys' soccer team and probably hold her own there. But then over on the girls' soccer team, it could be like just like no competition to where the point where she actually is not able to excel very well. Yeah, I wholly disagree with that. I, I think that exact same scenario happens when kids graduate high school and they go to college. And maybe you had a championship soccer team, but one of them became any good at college and the rest of them ended up drinking at frat parties. Like, just because you're the best on your team doesn't mean the rest of your team sucks. And I think it's the exact same ratio for women and for men. I I think girls' teams are going to have a solid... I've known some girls' teams that are rock tight. Like, they have played together for years. They are all great athletes. Are some better than others? Sure. Are, Are maybe one of them good enough that they might be able to hang with the boys? Yeah. And hang with the boys, I mean hang with boys in the same sport at the same level. I don't mean hang with me. Like, a female soccer team would destroy me. I don't play soccer. It's too much running. Yeah, it's, it's definitely too much running. I mean, so you've got you've to preface all this stuff, too. Like, I'm not using myself as a benchmark. Now, granted, if you wanted to put me up against girls, I feel pretty confident in my ability to lift weights. But I'm a big guy, and that's what I've done for 30 years. But even still... 44 years old, got bad shoulders, bad knees. Like, there's going to be women out there in their 20s that can whoop me. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I, I mean, but once you compare apples to apples, if you take the, the, the best female high school soccer team in the country and the best male high school soccer team in the country, you're going to have standouts. You're going to have rock-solid players. You're probably going to have the weak ones on the team, and it's going to be the same on both teams. I guarantee it. Okay, then why are we? Then why at all are we letting girls compete in boys' sports? 
and not boys of, and not well, boys so and girls sports. A lot of times it's because well, I mean, boys can compete in girls sports. It's where where's the opportunity, right? We had a girl on our football team in college because there was no college girls team. She came and competed with us. I know in my I think it was when we were in high school, my wife played against a boy on a field hockey team because he wanted to play field hockey and there were no male teams. So you can, but if there's two swimming teams, one's boys, one's girls, then you go to the boys and you go to the girls. Soccer, same way, there's usually two to, you know, a female and a male version of that. Baseball, softball, that type of deal. But there are sports that are very male-driven and very female-driven. So if the, if in school the multi um, – like if there's not a girls and a boys team, then your pro boys can play on. We're saying that's I mean, okay. Again, it's going to come down to the sport. Like, what are you going to do in a f- well field, field hockey, hockey? Field hockey is a perfect. They're going to hit the ball, maybe a little bit harder. But did you ever see some of them field hockey chicks? I don't want to mess with them. I haven't watched a whole bunch. My of wife's one, and I'm terrified of her. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and men have a. Uh, there's a male version of field hockey. It's called lacrosse. Yeah, well, and I think it's big in Europe too, like parts of Europe. Yeah, they play field hockey in Europe. But we play lacrosse here instead. Yeah, but it's basically a stick ball. Yeah. It's a similar concept that we just modified it for what guys like. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know if I still agree with that, but I, I do kind of agree with what you're saying. Like, if there is not a male equivalent, but there are some that are close. Like, what about softball and baseball? Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, they're basically the same sport. There's trying to think where the advantage would be there because I mean, you get to the college level some of those girls are pitching 80 miles an hour that's well yeah i know college. but have you ever seen a guy that's gotten really good at a, at a softball pitch they're whipping it like 110 i you see and i haven't seen that it's so. not uh-huh. common but every once in a while a pitcher will learn a softball pitch and <laughs> yeah. guys can hurl it especially a tall when, guy when i was a windmill yeah when i was growing up we there was this guy in our neighborhood that he was a, a fast pitch softball and we get into snowball fights with <laughs> him he used to destroy kids. Just <laughs> like dead kids like all over Jimmy's. It was just like to stand back and watch him wing so- wing snowballs. I mean, it was cr- and we were like fifth grade, fourth grade. That's I mean, awesome though. He'd go swinging around the house. <laughs> <laughs> kids hatch and nail on. him. And he was so accurate too. Like he would just drill people with snowballs. We got to take a break. I love that. Um, welcome back. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, society and some other topics, including uh, some of the stuff that's happening in the news. So stick around. We're killing people building houses. How many people did we kill building railroads? How many people did we kill building the Hoover Dam? How many roofers have shit knees? Yeah. I mean, almost every yeah. single except for you. Oh, but everybody. But oh, yeah, but they'll, they'll won't hesitate to call a roofer to come fix their roof. Right? Yep. But nobody's in spite of the fact, how many settlement. how many people fall off roofs? And die, but we don't start building pro- uh, buildings without roofs. I, I, Apparently, you guys need a better lobby. I think, yeah, I think it's just the NFL was is the most popular sport in America. Well, I think what they did is they did what always happens, I think and I guess whining. we're probably recording now because I might as well say this on camera. They appealed to white moms, and as soon as you get white moms involved, everything goes mm. to crap. Who was it? It was that comedian uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr said, I'm not sure who started it. He goes, I don't know what's going on in the world right now, but I'm pretty sure white women started it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I heard that and I laughed so hard. And then I got introspective and said, why did I just laugh so hard at that? And then I realized I agree with it. <laughs> I was like, I'm a hundred percent sure. Not my wife. My wife's a badass. She's great. And I'm sure your wives are great too. Uh, no, and that's funny you say it. Cause I, I mean, my hometown is a football town, but there are a lot of kids who are not allowed to play football. And it's because their dad. Of, it's because of, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not exactly. I, I know because we were standing at Jax has flag football now, and we were standing there, and there was a kid who plays baseball. And one of the coaches was talking to him like, "You should come out to football." He's a big kid. Like, he's like, "I want to," and he must have been with a friend's mom or his aunt. I started already. Thank uh, you. And she just turned around and said, "No, mom won't let him play." Yeah, it's, she, she'll keep him from it. Yeah, it, it's that it's that suburban white mom dictates the, mom the terms in this country right mm-hmm. now, and it's it's really starting to become a problem. My wife had <laughs> my wife really had a, had a like was always yelling at my son not to do headers in soccer. It's, and um, and realistically, you get more concussions doing that than you do playing football. It's just going a jet ski. Your brain slamming against your skull all the time. Yeah, but it's so much fun. 
exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I my my wife. Every once in a while, she'll she'll go white suburban mom on me, and I of course ignore her, which does not great for my marriage. <laughs> but I'm always like, she's fine. Knock it off. And then I'll take my daughter out and do something insane. But every single time, that's the story my daughter talks about for the next six months. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not the thing she wasn't allowed to do. It was the thing that Dad said, "Leave it alone. I'm doing this anyway." And then we went out and caught a marlin, <laughs> you know, or whatever the hell we were doing that day. Uh, you know, it's, and then the, and then she's like, your your wife asks her what she's doing. I'm going with Daddy to get a concussion. Nah, yeah, it's, unfortunately, she <laughs> me never, and Daddy are going to go do concussions today. Yeah, she never lies for me. I ask her to all the time, <laughs> which makes me a great father, but she does not. Um, well, who's that? Uh, there's a, a Canadian psychi- psychologist who's awesome. I forget his name right now, but he said the greatest fallacy in parenting going on right now is parents think they're supposed to keep their kids safe, and that's wrong. What you're supposed to do is control risk, but they need to take risk, controlled risk, or else they never learn their limits and they end up failing horribly at some point and have no basis for how to deal with it. And he, he's very, very adamant about this. And I agree with him. Like you must push the limits within reason. Your job is to make sure that they don't go beyond the limit, but your job is not to protect them from risk. They must take risk. That's part of growing up. He, say I've been forcing my son to take more risk because he's he was very reserved. I mean, bought him a skateboard. Nice. Like, we want a skateboarding, dude. Let's do this. Did you go skateboarding? Yeah, I bought a skateboard too. It's I'm, awesome. I'm not gonna lie. I need a video of you skateboarding. Oh, there's put. If you go on my wife's Facebook, Facebook, you'll see me trying to drop in. Oh my god! Please hold I my brother's hands. Pi- we have to find this and put it on the podcast. Where'd you get a half at? Huh? What you got it half? De- so Denver has an awesome skateboard. Oh yeah, it is nice, nice over there. Isn't it? Awesome no offense, skateboard. but where did you find a skateboard weight rated for you? Like, well, you, so the you're like a small bear. I took, <laughs> I took Jax and Emmy to the ski, the one local skate park, and I'm not. I don't really like to stand around like I like to do. Uh, but I was standing around for this, and I was kind of. I just went up to another dude, and I was like, "Dude, I'm, I'm two seventy. Uh, what kind of skateboard would I need?" He's like, "Get an eight and a half inch deck. They're pretty beefy." I was like, all right, cool. So I went out and bought one. That's so awesome. And I have all the pads, though, too. Every major injury I've ever had came from a skateboard. Yeah, I think so far I'm the only one who got injured. I tore off, like, part of this. It just healed. but I, Just skin, though? Gash. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty deep once I looked at it. But yeah, but skin yeah, comes It was back. skin. Actually, I'd say my, my brother got into it, too. He's built like me. Uh, he's doing it with Jax, too. So it's like That's cool. two old guys and an 8-year-old. <laughs> but it was uh, the, the whole point of it was to get him. It's okay to take risk and get hurt you just know, manage it you know what he's doing what he's grooming his kids oh groomer he's grooming groomer yeah look at you you trying to make him a skateboarder you're adding your toxic masculinity <laughs> to their their childhood no, it's, i mean I, I do it for my daughter too right mm-hmm. don't be afraid of oh, anything toxic masculinity doesn't apply just to boys that's you know, whatever you can infect your daughter with it i don't know i'd i'd rather take risk and have fun and teach my kids that then sit in a bubble and then die yeah that's just called being awesome i don't know where this toxic masculinity came from i will say if there's toxic masculinity there's totally toxic femininity yeah absolutely yeah and in my opinion equally as bad (laughs) equally if not worse but that might be a perspective issue yeah (laughs) that's making a generation of sissies (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) it does we have a serious problem with Judge, masculinity. Judgmental sissies. <laughs> like, like they always have an opinion on stuff. I feel like my wife is was so so soft that I had to be extra hard. Well, you on the kids, you mean? Yeah, and that was a little frustrating at times. It's like you know what? You're so far over there. Like I'm already excessive, and now I got to take myself and the kids to a whole other level. I had to stab one of the kids yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I had to just take him out and throw him off the roof just because. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't believe in toxic masculinity. I believe there are bad dudes, and mm-hmm. I think even dudes recognize that. But I think being yeah. a dude is not a bad thing. Just like being a woman is not a bad thing. And I think throwing terms around like that. It just hurts us all. That's why it takes men and women to raise children because yeah. you have to yeah. have the hard and the soft side. Absolutely. And, and you know, and, and then if you have a weak man 
and a strong woman, then the kids don't get the maybe this. Well, it works well, both ways. If you have a weak man and a strong that. woman, you're getting the same I guess, output. I guess you like, could flip flop that. Absolutely. Yeah. You just need a strong parent and you need a soft parent too. You need yeah. somebody that's going to give the hugs when, yeah. you know, when the strong mom or the strong dad brings them home covered yeah. in brush burns. Or <laughs> I mean, vice versa. If, or if or you have... poison ivy or, you know, their pinky's bent the wrong way. You know, the, the standard stuff that we do. Um, I guess it could go the other way. You have the strong woman, you know. Absolutely. And I know plenty of strong. Actually, you know, my wife's a strong woman in business, but she is soft as crap with our kid. Um, And it's it's weird to me because it's a whole other side of her that I didn't see until we had a daughter. That's my wife, too. Is it? But when she gets in the workforce, she's like a butt kicker. I said, yeah, I mean, she kicks ass in her job, but mine's the same way. The kids, uh, and there are times where they push her far enough that she finally is like, she kind of not loses it, but like they pushed her. Yeah, but when they lose it, they really lose they it. They lose it hard. Like, yeah, I never I'm lose like, it hard with my daughter. Chill. Like, you're. Yeah. Like, I might get in their face a little bit, but I never yell. Like, I'll be like, I'll lean down with the crazy eyes, and they know it's over. Like, they know. They know because they're not quite sure where it's going to go, but they're pretty sure dad might snap and half and go in yeah, the window. Yeah, but she's still young. But if my mom, if my, not my mom, if my wife, because my mom used to do this too. She's not a teenager. If my wife starts screaming, they're like, because they know she's never going to take it to the next <laughs> level. Like, me. I'll start snapping their toys in half. I'll throw them in the pool. <laughs> like, I'll light things on fire. Like, if they really push me. I'll be interested to see how you handle the teenage years. I'm going to ruin my relationship with my daughter. Why do you ask? <laughs> like, I, I know where this goes. Like, well, good. I don't. It doesn't really necessarily ruin the It's going to be a flaming pit. It is definitely. It's a challenge, man. The girl, girl world is... Girl world is a world. There's so much more. Anybody that says boys and girls are, di- are not different has never had kids. I don't know how you can say that if you've had kids. My daughter is so much more in tune to her emotional state than I am. I, I have like three emotions and two of them are hungry. Like <laughs> I, I don't, I don't understand. She'll go through like nine emotions in like a five minute conversation. And I, I, I don't even know where they're coming from. Or You're just why confused by all the, uh. it's very confusing. And all I want is a snack and a nap. <laughs> like, and it's very exhausting to me. And, and, and then I just send her to her room. And I don't even understand what happened, but at least there's quiet. <laughs> so I just want there to be quiet for a few minutes. And, and like, you sit down, you're like, whoa, that was crazy. That was a lot of emotion. I'm not even quite sure what happened. There. Is the masters on? <laughs> and then I move on. Like, I don't really, I'm not going to hang on it either. Like, it's, but I don't know. There's, there's a level of complexity there that I, I don't possess. It's, and I don't know, we were talking about this at the office too. Like all the guys in our office are engineers and every single one of them has the exact same talent that I have, which is that ability to laser focus in on a singular thing and everything else goes gray. <laughs> like you're doing one thing and you're doing it at a level that is just peaked out. Like you are totally engaged hundred percent. And next thing you know, nine hours went by, the sun went down. You didn't realize, um, you ran out of music and that's the boom box went off six hours ago, but you totally didn't realize that either. And you had built a really crappy bird feeder, you know, where whatever you're working on at the time, my wife does not possess that or my daughter, but they will go through so much stuff in that same period of time that I don't understand what's happening. Like they'll go through emotions, they'll have conversations, they'll have epiphanies, they'll have things that ruin their lives and then things that make their lives great. They'll have entire ecosystems of revelations that I don't even like experience in a lifetime <laughs> in like a nine hour a period moment. when I built a bird box. <laughs> like, like, and I'm like, I'm like, just focus on something and stop doing all the other stuff. Here, build a bird box. <laughs> but they didn't get anything done. You ever notice that? <laughs> like nothing got done, but they have all these stories about their day. <laughs> and I'm like, I did something. And they're like, that's lame, dad. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Damn it. I'm going to go hang my crappy bird box. <laughs> all right. So while we're talking yeah. about the genders. Um, all right. So what do you want to get into? Do you want to stick... With the trans, or do you want to get into the... Well, I want to talk about the schooling stuff. Okay. Because for anybody who's watching this doesn't know, I ran for school board last uh, 2020. It was a writing campaign. I only had like three months to put it together. It did pretty well, but didn't win. But a big part of the reason I was running was because of a lot of this sexual orientation training stuff. I, I just was not... I'm not on board. I'm not on board not because I care about trans or gay or straight or any of that stuff. I wasn't on board because... At the time, I had a second grader, and she could barely tie her shoes and was just learning how to multiply, and I'm 100% sure she was like, 
not mentally capable of tackling more advanced topics. I know a lot of adults that aren't mentally capable of tackling this. I don't think Jimmy's mentally capable no, of tackling no, this. No, I'm not. Um, I confess. So I, I, I wanted to get involved locally. Um, we've got DeSantis in Florida who, who, who signed the um, parental rights bill which I think they affectionately call Don't Say Gay, which is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Nothing like shutting Don't. down a conversation by making up a fake name. Don't Say Gay, that's what they nicknamed it, which is not even Don't remotely. Say Gay. What's wrong with gay? I don't know. There's nothing. It's, they made up the name. It's not even part of the bill. It has nothing to do with it. it. Basically, what the bill says is you're not allowed to formally introduce sexual training of any type, whether it's gay, straight, anything, until you're past third grade. Like Just focus on core stuff focus on reading writing arithmetic yeah. science all that stuff they shouldn't talk about it until the kids are getting into the point where they're attracted to people well even i mean even like then, once they once they're starting which is like about seventh grade like sixth, you know i mean in fourth fifth sixth grade you're starting to maybe think about things but it's not till about seventh grade yeah i think that's pretty adequate sixth time. seventh grade is that's when about. you introduce those conversations it doesn't need to be any sooner just because the gay and the trans people want it yeah and even then you no, got to do it delicately like you don't want to just like jump into it yeah why do you want to get them so early like what is it we, we, we want to like like get with their get in their brain and mess with their brain what's the purpose of getting to them early i don't know but you want to hear something messed up new jersey just mandated sexual orientation training for first graders so we should like sink new jersey i, I mean they already sank themselves years ago it's new jersey we just go and like, pennsylvania sh- 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 cut the state and well hold it. on so you got to cut into pennsylvania too because pennsylvania's board of education just um supported uh sexual orientation training for six and seven year olds across the state yeah, so so cool. we've got New Jersey and Pennsylvania. I don't know if there's other states doing it. I don't have full research on this, but I, I know those two facts are correct. I, 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 go ahead. As you were talking. So what do you think about all this? I guess I'm going to have to go down with the ship. I don't know what that means. If New Jersey's got to go into the ocean and sink, I guess Pennsylvania's got to do it too. So we're, we're all, okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I ran for school board, but he's just going to you know, cut him off no, the I don't, and sink him like Atlantis. <laughs> on a serious, <laughs> on a serious note, I mean, so really, is there, like, is this is like serious, you know, we got to talk about this stuff? All right. So I don't know. I just think that, like, they, there's a, there's no reason to target kids with this. It's, it's almost like a conspiracy to, like, morph kids. I think it's a population control move. Let's get let's get a generation to breed with the wrong sex so well, that we right, can right, so right, that right. we can reduce oh, population. Christ. All right, hold on. I, I, the rationale here, I'm pretty sure, is that is that is that the, the people who support these moves believe that children at younger ages are are already starting to realize that they identify differently than their peers. So they might be a little six or seven year old boy, but they like to play with dolls and people tell them that's weird and they don't want them to feel weird. Or they might be a little six or seven year old girl who likes to hit people and play football and people might say she's weird and they don't want her to feel weird. So a lot of this comes from a place of trying to help children navigate the waters of being different from social norms. So, so instead of instead of stopping the adults from calling the kid the the girl weird because she's wants to hit people, we're going to tell her maybe you're actually like other girls and when you grow up you're going to want to sleep with women. It, That's really the answer. That's what we figured out. How about how about the adults? I don't think that's. How about the adults just stop like saying what they're saying, I don't even and, and we don't contaminate the children's brains. This shit is going off the rails, didn't it? I'm, I, did it? <laughs> I don't. Am I? Am I? Am I like thinking wrong? I, I, deep breath. <laughs> Make your point again. I think I missed it. Okay. All right. Deep, deep breath first. So you're, you're saying it's never going to work without the deep breath. You gotta, yeah. You got to put okay. game, face. So, game face. Like, so, <laughs> so we're con- some water on. <laughs> <laughs> so we're concerned that the, that the, the girl in third grade mm-hmm. is hitting and fighting boys. And, and then we're telling her what she's too masculine. Yes. Is, is that what's happening? Society. Okay. Is telling her she's too masculine. And, and so, so why not 
tell the adults stop saying that why or it won't we, just be adults like kids too kids. and like okay bullying like the societal like society trying to put her into a mold is what they're trying to say and they want her to be able to be like i like to play football and i want society to shut the f up and this is their way of saying we need to explain to them that the societal norms that decide that boys play football and girls play field hockey are not correct if you don't feel like they're correct for you. That's the idea. That's the, the concept is to introduce them early to the fact that society is wrong and you may feel differently from society right. and that's okay. So actually you might be a man inside a woman's body. Yes. That's how we're going to address it. Yes. Instead of... Well, that's part of it, yes. Now, my counter to that is, when it, at what point did that become the school's responsibility? Like, what, At what point did the state decide that they were responsible for telling children what they can and can't be? I was always I, under uh, the impression that that was what a parent was for. I'm not entirely sure what everything's going on right now, what a parent is for. I'm still confused as to why we've determined that to be like the how we want to explain because the girl, maybe the girl just grew up with her dad and or they watch brothers. football and she has three brothers and maybe they all play rough. And, and so maybe she's just rough because she's around boys all the time and doing boys things. And maybe she's really not a girl trapped in a man's or a man trapped in a girl's body. Maybe she just grew up around a bunch of boys. I agree. So I think that, I don't know, that's what I'm getting at. And the, and the boy that plays with dolls, maybe he has sisters and maybe he's his dad's not around and maybe he's just a little doing things because he's in a scenario where he has no boy cousins and he's around girls all the time. Maybe he's really not a girl trapped in a boy's body. Maybe he's just a, a, like a product of his environment. Or maybe he just likes playing dolls. And maybe like, maybe like, played with GI Joe's. Let's say I played with Ninja Turtles. Maybe the answer isn't to move in and try to convince the kid that that he's a girl trapped in a boy's body, or she's a man trapped in a girl's body. Like that. Let's call spade a spade. That seems a little off the rails. Can can we all be brutally honest with each other for a second? Hmm. All right. I put on my mom's pumps when I was a kid. I wore my mom's dresses. I even tried lipstick. All right. If my mom had walked in in this environment and saw me standing there in pumps and a dress and lipstick, I would have lost my ding dong. All right. I would have ended up on hormone replacement therapy at the age of seven. And next thing you know, I would have had full voluptuous breasts, which I'm okay with. I mean, I kind of have them now with a little, little movie, but uh, you know, they're getting there. I'm working on them. But I mean, the bottom line is I was seven. Okay, my mom wore pumps and a dress and I had no concept of gender and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to be fancy and I put on a dress. Yeah. It didn't make me any any way, shape or form sexually aware. All it made me was somebody that saw my parents closet and said the left side has stuff that I don't have. I'm going to see what's up with that. Right? It made me curious about the world. Right? And you know what my mom did? She said, you're going to ruin my pumps. Take them off. She didn't get upset. She didn't make it weird. She didn't get nuts. She just said, don't wear my pumps. You're going to ruin them. I need those for when I go out to a fancy dinner. I didn't end up being transexual or gay or anything else. I was a kid that put on some lipstick a couple of times because I saw my mom do it. And I was dressed repeat- up. I was repeating behavior. All right. Yeah. I, I think what we're doing is we are applying adult traits to children. Yeah. Right? We are saying these are things. If I was 26 and I put on my mom's dress and her pumps and I put on her lipstick, okay, it might be a different conversation. I see what you're saying, but at the age of seven, the problem the I, problem is you have this you have this tr- this trans or this gay person now who's grown up and was suppressed all their feelings when they were a kid, and then they're looking at a situation, they're prejudging it, saying, "Oh, well, maybe that kid is suppressed, and I got to go in and rescue him and and let them know that maybe they're." Holy shit, did Jimmy just make a coherent argument? I think he did. Jesus. <laughs> well, this is what I was we trying to say. No, Maybe I'm just clear. Do we just do the outro? Do we end the... Is that... We just stop. I think we're do we, No, do we end it permanently? Do we never done. make another episode? I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> just, we lost so our has the view. final podcast. <laughs> he just dunked on us. He was like the Kembe Matumbo. <laughs> Smack. All right. Yeah, I could not agree more. So I think we have, yeah, and, <laughs> and this is the problem when right weak, when weak people get in charge, you have this person that was whatever picked on, suffered, and now they're casting their feelings out at this little kid now, and now they're going to wreck these kids' lives. And at some point in time, 
you know, well, I, I have a topic we didn't quite get to yet, so I'm not going to jump the gun here, but I'll, I guess I'll end it there because you guys got what I'm saying. Let me ask Jimmy something. Or no, not Jimmy, because your kids are older, and you're more than welcome to chime in. Let me ask Tyler something. You're at the supermarket. Clearly a dude, got a beard, everything, in a dress, walks into the supermarket in front of you, and your son goes, Dad, is that guy wearing a dress? What do you say? I'll say, yeah. That he's, wearing, that he's wearing a dress? Yeah. I'd say, yeah. I mean, I think that's it. And then if he goes, why? Why? But I don't know. Let me teach their own, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> See, this is the problem. We're making it more than it has to be. That's literally the only antic I do. Be like, hey, maybe he, he likes dresses. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you want to ask him? Maybe hey, no go talk to him if you want. Like, I'll be like, hey, excuse me, sir. My, my son has a question. Like, do, do you really enjoy dresses? Or, ma'am, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, you're I wearing mean, the beard, I'm assuming, sir. But I might be wrong. I apologize. As far as I'm concerned, unless he's coming over and trying to put me in a dress, I have no issue. And back really to care. the point, as long as I don't have to do anything, I don't care what yeah. you do. I don't care. Yeah. All right. This is the weirdest conversation we have ever had. Do you, you know, is it? do you go up to the, to the gentleman and with your son and say that to him? Oh, I go up to people all the time and say crazy stuff. I, uh, I don't know why I you, get away with it. If you actually take your kid up to the, to the person and actually create a conversation out of it, he's asking me a question and I don't know what to tell him. So what's your, what's I do it all the time. And almost a hundred percent of the time I get a positive response from it. People like talking. Look, you don't wear a dress with a beard into the supermarket without having a little bit of a cry of attention going on. I'm, I'm sorry. That might oh, be. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's you've not a broad be, generalization. You've got to like be a broken soul. Not a broken soul. I'm not going to judge you. But at the same time, like you're clearly you're clearly OK with attention. Like if you wanted to meld into the background, yeah. you would put on a pair of khakis and a polo yeah. and a hat and you would hide. Yeah. All right? And like sunglasses. Me. You would dress like this guy trying to <laughs> yeah, hide in the yeah. background. Like you wore a dress with a beard. You're yeah. obviously OK with attention. So I'm going to assume it's OK to give you some attention. I'm going to take that stance. I do it all the time. time I forward. walk up to people and yeah. I'm like. Hey, why? What's going on with this? And they generally are very happy to talk about it. As long as you don't get judgmental and as long as you don't, you know, like, like, like accuse them of anything. Most people are very happy to talk about their differences. Like, see, I would go out dressed as a woman just like to get kicks and make my friends laugh. But so I wonder, are, funny anymore, are a lot of people doing that? That's so 2016. That like, do people just do it just for like, just to... For a laugh? No. I, yeah, I don't, Maybe. I, I don't, might be. Some. But I'd still ask them. Like, I can't even get my my head around what they're doing. Like, is it like a costume part of them? No, but there's a difference or between. Are they really just like. It's how you. Is, it like, a, is it like an orgasm? But how do you. By walking out in public. <laughs> there Jimmy's that guy who walks into a party back, and he's like, back. the music's not loud enough. Let's crank this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're almost out of time. I want to get into one last topic. We, we didn't cover so much. We thought we wouldn't have enough material. Yeah. We didn't even get into half of this. Um, we got to get, uh, whatever. Pronouns. Real quick. I literally can't go on LinkedIn anymore. I, I don't know about you. Do you go on LinkedIn? No, I pretty much don't do social media anymore. I can't do the pronoun game. I can't do it. I don't care what your pronoun is. Yeah. And I can't say they. My, my no. niece came up to me. I was at a play. I don't do pronouns. My niece was in a play. And it was after the show. And I was up at the, the glass. They had all the actors up and everything else. And there was a, uh, there was a, I guess it would have been a trans individual was playing one of the roles. And uh, I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, she did a really good job. I was really impressed. And my niece, who's like 10, goes, they, Uncle Craig, they did a really good job. And I was like, Jesus Christ, how many of her are there? Right? And <laughs> this is what this is what broke my brain is my niece looks at me and goes, They don't Craig, how many of they are there? Like she wasn't like weirded out that I said how many of like that I made fun of they. She was upset that I still said her. <laughs> like and I said, Look, sweetheart, I love you, but I don't play the pronoun game. I, I, I don't really care. <laughs> like you're making it weird. You're making it weird, not me. Like just roll with it. Like stop being weird. But what do you think? The pronoun game. Like, is it, should we all be asking each other our pronouns? Like, does no, English still matter? Like, dumbing my, down. my approach is, if you look like a dude, I'm going to call you he. If you look like a girl, I'm going to call you she. And what if they if correct I, you? I screw up, I'm going to forget the next time. No. Probably. So but you'll correct, correct it again. right then and there. I'll correct it. Yeah. And yeah, you're in the moment. rude about it. Yeah, no, no, absolutely Would you not. say they? I, no, unless it's multiple. 
because that's what I Thank know. you. That's English. Like, that's multiple. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. You just, what about you? Um, I'm not going to do pronouns. And uh, it's the same thing. I'm going to evaluate people for reasons. Do I want to associate with you? Or, and if you're going to use pronouns, I pretty much deem that a reason that I don't want to associate with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't. It's just foolish to me. I, you mean not, like I'm not really forcing people? Yeah. No. Okay. No. Is, there's girls and guys in the world, and like I'm gonna stick to the traditional words. If it helps, if somebody called me she, I'd probably just you know, let go. I, I have no I interest. Wish, in, I can, oh yeah, I'd completely ignore. It. I, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. People call me by the wrong name all the time. I don't even uh, yeah. correct that. No. Yeah, I'm not seeking a, a position in life where I need to be uh, like I need to worry about it, and I don't plan to. So. Well, I'll tell you, LinkedIn, man, if you go on there, there's he, she, him, hers all over the place. Yeah. Like, and it's, uh, I got to be honest, no. and I hate to say this because it sounds bad and this is going to get me in trouble, but if somebody, I am less likely to respond to somebody on LinkedIn if they have pronouns oh, absolutely. in their name because yep. I feel like it's just going to be a thing and I just kind of delete their message mm-hmm. and move on. And yeah, I, I don't want to work with probably you. not right, but I feel like it tells me a little bit about you yep. that that is not positive. Exactly. That's what I was just saying. Man. I, no, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, it's so easy. I love you, buddy. It's so easy how to figure out who you want to hang with. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Gentlemen. No, don't do it. Don't do it. I have one more question. All right, go ahead. So the final question. If you, don't do it. If you are... You're a kid. Yeah. You're there. You're 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Your parents take you to get a sex change. You grow up. You're 22. Mm-hmm. You regret it. Mm-hmm. You file a suit against your parents. You want to sue them mm-hmm. because you think that they misguided you and you want to press criminal charges against them. Yes. Who do you think should win that case? The kid. The kid. You are absolutely committing child abuse if you change your child. Say even hormone therapy is child abuse. It is well documented that the human brain does not finish developing until the age of 25. I mean, that is documented across almost every single piece of psychological literature that is out there. Now, if you want to dress differently, present yourself differently, if you're exploring who you are as a person at a younger age, that is up to you. And I don't, I support all of that. But if you start messing with people's physiology, just because of, of social populism, that is wrong on so many levels, it should absolutely send people to prison. I, I, don't, even, I, I don't even have the words for how messed up that is. Um, I, I don't know, I feel like those kids need to be protected from those parents. And they feel like they're doing the right thing. That's how messed up our society has become. That, yeah. I, Tyler? No, I'm in that saying it's child abuse as far as I'm concerned. That's, that's an adult decision. And if you lean into the my body, my choice thing, you wait till you, you're an adult to make that decision, right? Mm-hmm. So that's fine. I can't make that decision for my kids. They have Jack's kid and he's like, I want to be a girl. Okay. You know, you can dress that way, I guess, if that's what you want to do. But My know, responsibility is to keep you from doing it's, a sex change before you're old enough to yeah, realize what yeah. Where you really stand. Well, it's not even on the table. I mean, at that point, yeah, my response, if Sonia came to me and said, I want to be a boy, I'd be like, great. Did you clean your room? Because that doesn't really change anything here. Yeah. You still have to do your chores. You still have to do well in school. Like until 18, I look, I want to be very clear. Until you're 18, I own you. I bought you. I spent a lot of money to keep you alive. All right. You're welcome. And until you get out of here, like you pretty much have to, you know, suck it up, buttercup. But when you get your own apartment, if you want to cut off your, your, your lady bits and put on new bits, like I can, whatever, whatever, I'll still love you. But when you're here, I don't give a crap. You, you want to wear khakis and a polo and look like Jake from State Farm? Like go to school that way. I don't give a crap as long as your grades are good and you still do your chores. <laughs> like, yeah, let's keep priorities straight here, okay? My job is not to sit here and help you navigate social constructs and social norms. My job is to make sure that you don't grow up to be an asshole. Yeah, that's exactly what I That is my job. All the time. And if you want to be a trans person, I'm fine with that as long as you're not an asshole. And if you want to be gay, I'm fine with that as long as you're not an asshole. I will not tolerate an asshole in my family. (laughs) So I don't care what flavor of non-asshole you are. Just don't be an asshole. (laughs) And that is my job as a father. And keep him off the pole. All right. <laughs> I was going to say that too. <laughs> Drugs, pole, asshole. Those are the three things that you generally want to approach as a father. But to be fair, 
I am a father. We have very, very low standards. <laughs> I don't know what mom would say about that, but that's, that's where I ride. So we all agree that in the end, these kids who are getting sex changes before they're 18 years old should have the right to sue their parents. Uh, I think the more tragic later, later down the road, I think the more tragic thing is we're already seeing an almost 50% higher mortality rate amongst trans people because of suicide than the normal population. And I think these kids who are growing up now that are being allowed to do stuff before they've been fully able to process what that change means will have a significantly higher suicide rate than that. I think because they will never be able to process who they were to understand it in the context of who they are. Yeah. Um, and that dichotomy will never be able to be reconciled because they can't go back. That's horrible. So that's a horrible position. Mentally, you will never be able to recover from that poor decision your parents allowed you to make or encouraged you to make. And that is tragic in my opinion. And that is why it's child abuse. And if that statement gets me in trouble, then I stand by it through and through. All right. I think that's a wrap, gentlemen. All right, let's end it on that. So you be you, boo. We're out. The Broken Agenda Podcast. Sponsored by Laughing Rock Technology. Ha, 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 ha.